The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I not only say the things I need to say, but the things I think you need to hear. And your feelings, they're not a factor. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. So we're going to start it as we do with Josh, Jake, B. Word, Ice Man, Jason, Miss Aaron, Mike, Tebby, Javier, Fitz McShane, L. Hefe, special shout out to Craig, happy birthday Craig, and Grim and L. Devlin, thank you guys for your support, you uh, mean a lot to me one of the reasons I keep doing this nonsense. So some people actually might be kind of annoyed with you people. Uh, But then again, on the other hand, I don't feel like I get a lot of spite listens because if I did, the numbers would be higher and I'd be getting some interaction because the kind of people who don't like the shit I have to say are also the kind of people that seem to think they're going to change the world through social media and through DMing people death threats and shit like that. And I'm still waiting. So any of you whiny fucktards that are out there that may be offended, you know, come on. Give me something to work with here. And with that little bit of bait out of the way, let's carry on to the main topic of the episode. Now, there's going to be a lot of little minor, well, they're not minor, but a lot of parts to this uh, episode because it's there's kind of like a grand overarching theme. At least there's an overarching theme in my mind, in my fucked up nonlinear way of thinking. At least all these things do kind of tie into one overarching theme but realistically the whole show kind of ties into the same overarching theme if you go back through all the episodes and that primary theme is be an adult grow up take responsibility for your shit nobody owes you anything be a decent human being if you expect other people to be decent to you it's they're not complicated concepts you know the golden rule the 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 guiding light the core principle of not being shitty Really hard things. But we're going to start by talking about some political theater that's been going on this week. Now that they finally have their new Speaker of the House and the Congress is back to rolling along, the Republicans have made a couple of moves which, now I'm going to be honest, I find them fucking hilarious for multiple reasons, none of which are because they're actually going to accomplish anything good. But the Republican Congress passed a a vote to reduce Secretary Buttigieg's, I mean, I'm Buttigieg's salary to $1. I think that's fucking hilarious because they're not in a position, they can't fire me as a cabinet appointee, but at the same time, they control the purse strings and they said, yeah, you know what? It's, it's almost more of a slap in the face, really, because they said, guess what, fucker? You're going to keep doing this piss poor job you've been doing at your job, you know, worrying about how, what the... Uh, ethnic makeup of the road crews is and all those other things that are really vital to being the secretary of transportation. Um, but you're only going to make a dollar for doing it. You still got to show up for work, but you're not making dick. And then in what is even funnier to me, they did the same thing to KJP, the, uh, you know, mouthpiece for the white house, this press secretary, the absolutely worthless second worst diversity hire on the fucking staff. The first one being the vice president. But, yeah, she's utterly useless. She cannot think on her feet. She cannot answer questions without referencing her binder. She can't even answer questions well referencing the fucking binder. She's pre-fed the fucking questions. She has the answers written down, and she still sucks. Paying her a dollar is too fucking much. She's still overpaid. That worthless bitch ought to be handing back 85 cents and fucking saying thank you for the opportunity. But, anyway, that's 
neither here nor there. Like I said, she's stupid. She's poorly spoken. She's a fucking twat. She is the definition of a diversity hire and everything that's wrong with the concept of diversity hires. Now, tying into more stupidity coming out of Congress, uh, they voted recently, uh, Senator Massey, one, one of the few people, Thomas Massey is one of the few politicians I actually respect, mostly because he's not just about the political life. He has a farm. He is an engineer. He builds shit on his farm that's cool and posts it to social media. He's actively trying to do stuff to stop the government from doing ridiculously overreaching things. Now, there's a bill put forth that has, it's going to be, in, any new vehicles made after 2025 will have a kill switch installed in them by governmental mandate that will use, you know, theoretically use AI to detect shitty driving and shut the car down. And they, so Thomas Massey proposed an amendment to this bill to stop that section of the bill from being implemented. Now, they had a vote on it. Literally every fucking Democrat, or almost all of them, I think a few might have voted nay, but basically they all voted to keep this kill switch in your car. And then they tried to justify it, saying, oh, well, it's not going to monitor your position. It's just going to monitor how you're driving. Okay, first off, how can it monitor your, your relative speed and, and how you're driving if it's not monitoring your position? Second off, putting a kill switch in your vehicle is it the government infringing upon your right to free and open travel, which is specifically outlined in the fucking Constitution. So it's an infringement on a constitutional right, which obviously at this point the federal government has no problem doing. And realistically, the people are too stupid, lazy, and apathetic to hold them to any kind of accountability when they do do this. But yeah, there's nothing good about the government having a kill switch installed into every vehicle on the fucking road because that is just another step towards authoritarianism that will be used against the population because I'm at the point where I have no trouble believing in this fucking government not giving a shit about the people anymore. Just we're a half a heartbeat away from fucking tyranny to begin with, and it's just going to get fucking worse. Things like this, saying, oh, look at, look at what Trudeau did to the truckers that were protesting in Canada during COVID. He had all of their assets frozen, which is, you know, like the whole CBDC thing. There's nothing good about a central bank digital currency. There's nothing good about having government have more oversight into your ability to live and pursue your own desires and wants. And, of course, it's also Veterans Day weekend here. And, well, I do appreciate everyone who's served. I thank all the veterans for their service. There's more news coming out of the, the government that, just shows how, as much as they pay lip service to wanting to appreciate the veterans, they actually don't because they keep doing things to send American soldiers into harm's way for purposes beyond serving the interests of this fucking country, where it's serving the interests of the ruling class and not, not actually doing anything for the people. And in relation to that, on Veterans Day, go figure, we have a helicopter crash in into the Mediterranean during a quote-unquote training exercise, and it's a tragedy that Five soldiers died on Veterans Day in the Mediterranean. Oh, my God, it was a horrible accident. They had no fucking business being there. If, the, if we weren't warmongering and trying to be the world police, and so I don't know what the hell these old bastards are thinking as they put our troops into harm's way, besides the fact that they're sleep, sleepwalking us into World War III, that th this shows any kind of respect for the troops. The only time they have respect for the troops is when they think it's going to get them some sort of lip service. 
and it's not working anymore because military recruitment is ridiculously down. If we do actually get into a hot war, there is going to be a draft. They're talking about raising the maximum age of the draft to people in their early 40s. Now, if you don't see a problem with that, uh, other than the fact that, you know, like guys like me in their early 40s, A, we're not going to go. B, we don't support the government enough to to do it. And you're not going to find a bunch of old guys that are going to be like, yeah, I'm all gung-ho to go fight for die for some other shit that I don't agree with. So it's not going to have the impact I think they think it's going to have. Um, but again, recruitment among young people is down. The It's literally the only thing I can say that I'm in favor of the younger generation has been doing is they shouldn't be in, enlisting. They shouldn't be wanting to serve their country because their country has no interest in serving them back. They, they ha- we have a horrific track record of taking care of our veterans. The people ha- who have served don't get the benefits they need. They don't get the help they need. They don't get the support they need once they come back broken and damaged from the shit that they did in the name of their government. And realistically, I really don't believe that our military forces are being used to serve the interest of the country. They're being used to serve the interest of the fucking politicians, and those two do not always align. There's not a lot of values that are shared between between the two groups anymore. So, no, you're asking people to sign up to risk their lives and potentially die for ideals that no longer exist in this country because this country has proven to be unworthy of those fucking ideals. I mean, the original core concept of the United States is still a fantastic thing, but in implementation and the federal government in particular have proven to be completely unworthy of that concept. They're in direct violation of it. They shouldn't be allowed to get there. And I don't know how we got to this point, but we did. And we have the, you know, sitting president using the Department of Justice like a kangaroo court. Uh, literally in the face of massive amounts of proof at this point of election fraud from the 2020 election. Uh, we've got videos coming out of Georgia and there's all kinds of subpoenas being issued and there is so much evidence of electoral impropriety, and yet they're still going even harder after the fucking Cheeto-dusted fucker to try and keep him completely eliminated. They're making themselves look worse and worse, but they're so disconnected from the general population, they don't realize it. And the very vocal assholes who are supporting this shit don't realize, A, they're in a minority. There's a ton of people, even the ones that don't support fucking Trump, that still think this is ridiculously inappropriate and a massive abuse of fucking authority. And that's probably because it fucking is. And, you know, the hits just keep on coming. It's not just the federal government that is being pretty much fucking worthless. It's happening on, happening on smaller scales things, too. Like the, um, the city of California. Now, you've heard me rant and rave about how California is a shithole more than once, I'm sure. And... Honestly, I think Gavin Newsom is one of the worst human beings on the fucking planet. I loathe that fucking talking hair pile for multiple reasons. Not the least of which being his smarmy elitist attitude that where he seems to think he is somehow going to be the anointed one to replace whoever it is. Even though he's, oh, I'm not I'm not interested in running for president at this point. I support Team Biden. Arr! This jagoff is doing everything he thinks he can because he's constantly commenting on national issues like anybody gives a fuck what he thinks his state has a one of the worst net population losses in the country completely due to the bullshit policies that the democratic authoritarian assholes have put in place they've legalized crime they've allowed 
once vibrant cities, places people used to aspire to go to, turn into just huge shitholes. Businesses are leaving left and right. People are moving as soon as they can possibly manage. It's so bad that the moving truck companies will pay you an incentive or give you a discounted rate if you're going one way to California. There is a premium to get a one-way truck out of fucking California because they're in such short supply. Well, this fuckhead, uh, they have the communist dictator, well, I'm sorry, president of China coming into uh, San Francisco for a summit along with a few other Asian countries uh, to come, you know, meet with Sleepy Joe. And in true communist fashion, they decided to clean up the city to impress the visiting dictator because they, and literally this fucking hair pile is recorded as saying, oh, well, people are out there saying we just cleaned it up because they're coming. And uh, well, that's because it's true. Now, there's a few problems with this. The first problem being it shows that the city and the government could have cleaned up the fucking homeless mess and the shit in the streets in San Francisco anytime they fucking wanted to. They just don't care enough about the actual people that live there to do it. Now, you get some fucking dictator who is a just human rights abusing fucking commie piece of shit coming to visit, and they roll out the fucking red wagon. They have people out there literally had city sanitation workers out there shoveling human shit out of the streets so the streets could look presentable. I don't know what they did with all the fucking homeless people. They probably loaded them all into buses, drove them outside of town far enough where it would take them four or five days to walk back, and then dropped them off and said, good luck. And that's that's the optimistic approach, actually. The like darker part of my mind goes, well, maybe they ground them all up. Maybe it's time for Soiling Green. You know, we're, you got to start checking the uh, labels on all your fucking meat products for the next couple of months. You know, make sure that it doesn't list meth as one of the ingredients or fentanyl. I mean, you know, those are two very popular uh, fla- flavorings in, in the uh, San Francisco population at the moment. But yeah, so and they, of course, erected. I mean, it, lo- it looks like any dystopian commie bullshit. It's like they it's like when they cleaned China up because the Olympics were coming and they wanted to impress everybody. They rounded up all the fucking poor and fucked upon in China and shoved them out of the way until the Olympics were over. And then they all just came back to being shitholes. And, you know, you've got these fucking fences erected along every single fucking street. So you can't go from the street into the into the sidewalks. And it, it's just if the pictures are out there and you can see like before and after pictures where a week ago there's fucking tent cities and now all of a sudden this uh, you slap a fresh coat of paint on every fucking building you clean out all the bums you spray down the streets with a fucking fire hose and oh my god look look what a fantastic city we have for you to come visit mr commie fucker and because of course the fucking commies running california want the fucking commies from china to be impressed so you can be like look our communism works too <laughs> and they can go back into their little fucking elitist circle jerks and fucking you know one thumb up one ass and one hand on the other's cock. I mean, fuck these assholes. Oh, man, that's that's a, a little harsh. But on the other hand, it, as I understand it, that's the mechanics of a circle jerk. Because you're not actually, you know, you got to tend to the other guys. And anyway, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know how my brain went there. I apologize. I was kind of fucked up. But on the other hand, I loathe everyone involved in this conversation that is any kind of authority figure or who might be responsible for this or who are the ones that it's being done for. So fuck all of them. I don't care. 
and I'm not judging either. If circle jerks are your thing and that's what you're into and that's how you get your rock stuff, hey, more power to you. As long as you're doing it with consenting adults and they're your friends and everybody's happy and healthy and hopefully everybody's using lotion or something and nobody has real rough calluses because I, I can imagine that might be unpleasant. Or not. I don't know. Whatever. Like I said, fuck it. No judgment. You do you. But uh, yeah, so we have established that the government could have cleaned up San Francisco pretty much any time it wanted to. It just didn't feel the need to because the people who pay for all the services and who are the ones that keep the city alive the other 99.8% of the fucking time just don't matter to these assholes. And they said the quiet part out loud. They were like, yeah, we did this because we got company coming and we want him to be impressed. So we cleaned up the city. And there was a time when it, you, we used to get like visiting foreign dignitaries, particularly from communist countries that used to say, oh, well, you guys staged this. There's no way your country is really like this. And it used to be the case that that was not true. It used to be the case that America was just that much fucking better off than all these tin pot bullshit, you know, like the USSR and fucking People's Republic of China tourists were used to fucking seeing. And I'll tell you, I can speak from personal experience that fucking diplomats and delegates are some of the fucking worst people on the planet. So they are like selfish. They are greedy. They're generally horrible motherfuckers. And I'm telling you this from personal experience, interacting with communist country trade delegations and shit like that over the course of my career. They, yeah, no, they are entitled, they're assholes, and they are, I mean, maybe some of it's cultural, but some of it is they're bureaucrats that are used to thinking they're fucking special, and they nobody's willing to tell them they're not, so they think they should get whatever they want because they're the special elite class, and blah, 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 blah. and this is a mentality that is reflected by the fucking left, like extreme leftist assholes that are working in this country to try and turn the U.S. into a communist shithole. Boy, I really derailed myself with this commie bullshit. But anyways, yeah, so that's another thing that happened this past week. Now, everyone, it's Gnome from the Hateful Gnomes Music Hut. I'm here with my good buddy, Jake the Hater, and we're bringing you a bi-weekly music podcast for all your heavy metal needs. Tell them about it, Jake. We are here to have our horns up. We are staying heavy. That is right. Even B-Word is producing behind the scenes, turn his mic off. But you know what? We are going to give the fans something bigger Batter and fucking Boulder. Tune in bi-weekly, a Spreaker Prime podcast. Uh, there was the something else that happened, and again, this is small-scale government fuck-ups that are every bit as bad as the grandiose fuck-ups that are going to either sleepwalk walk us into World War III or leave us completely vulnerable to uh, sleeper cells that are here and acts of terrorism because we have an administration in place that's more than willing to welcome in people who actually wish our way of life harm and failure and death because the people in control aren't real big fans of our way of life either. They pay lip service to it because that's how they maintain their authority and power. But ultimately, at the end of the day, they'll tell you what you want to hear, but they they don't give a fuck about you. But yeah, so the next thing that comes on is um, if you remember the Audrey Hale Manifesto, the 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 Tennessee shooter who went in uh, trans woman, well, no, a trans man, according to ma female to male transitioned individual, blah, 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 whatever. You know, didn't have bottom surgery or anything like that. From what I could tell, um, saw pictures of the forearms, all the skin still looked intact. So I'm assuming it was just a, an identity transition. She didn't look like she was going through a lot of the hormone replacement stuff. No facial hair. No, 
But anyway, a tra- self-identified trans trans shooter specifically targeted a Christian school full of white kids and had a manifesto. The manifesto was found, and people have been crying out for months to have this fucking material released, and the government's been sitting on it. Well, it finally got leaked. Uh, Steven Crowder, I like him or hate him, I, I'm not the biggest fan of him. I, he's got a lot of things I don't care for in his personality. But somebody leaked some pages out of the fucking manifesto to him, and he published them, and he ran with them. And you see exactly why it was being suppressed, because it doesn't fit any of the narratives that the authority figures want to push right now, that the left wants to push right now, that people that push gender identity and you know white guilt and you know all this other bullshit, they don't want it coming out that this fucking mentally unbalanced individual was radicalized by these fucking ideals by having at some point in that person's life had a shitty experience that just made them say, you know what? I'm going to embrace some of the worst shit about it. Had extremely racist statements like I'm going to kill you little fucking cracker faggots. And there's something else I don't get. If you're, if you're trying to claim to be part of the LGBTQIA, LMNOPQRSTUV people, um, and I'm not saying that to be disrespectful. I'm saying it to the extremist whack jobs who want to make that entire thing about their identity. Yeah, no, fuck you. When you're, when you're going into the like 97 different uh, pronouns and all this other shit and, you know, your cat selves or whatever, all, all the shit that falls under plus. So the LGBTQ people, I have no problem. I mean, the, the, some of the stuff that falls under Q may be a little sketch, but it, it kind of depends on how you're defining things. But I digress. LGBTQ people, I don't have a problem with you. That IA plus shit, yeah, no, you, you, you can miss me with that because that's where all the fucking really just I have fucking issues and I don't want to conform to society. I want society to conform to me are latching on to people that don't necessarily agree with their beliefs and they're sinking the ship for fucking everybody. Yeah, you want to identify as a fucking cat? You know what? No, you don't get a, to be part of the plus. You don't get to be interspecies. You're fucking sick and you need counseling. You need therapy. Maybe you need a fucking hug. What you don't need is somebody to tell you, yes, you're right, you're a cat, and here's your little litter box, and you can eat out and drink milk out of a bowl and be your best cat self and communicate by meowing and making stupid fucking noises. No, you're still a person. No matter how much you feel like something else, no matter how much you think you're something else, you're fucking not. You're still a human being, and it's time to fucking act like one and act like a goddamn adult instead of a delusional fucking toddler that never learned the difference between reality and playing games. So, yeah, all, all of that shit can fucking go. But anyway, I digress. So the the, uh, the manifesto gets leaked. The trans-identifying person who happens to be extremely fucking white way fucking paler than me and that's saying something because i barely see the fucking outside you know and i mean i'm almost clear and this bitch made me look tan so she has nothing she is deliberately targeting white you know spoiled little rich kids in her her terminology i'm paraphrasing because i don't have it in front of me because it was almost immediately scrubbed by like um, Google and Meta, um, not on, not on X or Twitter or Twex or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Elon didn't, you know, scrub the manifesto. It was there to be found if you wanted to look at it for days. 
I'm sure I could probably still find it if I went to go look at it now, but I'm not uh, really in the mood to... to <laughs> uh, again, my poor research skills, my lack of organization, yeah, I just I, I don't want to take the time to do it. Um, but yeah, no, the manifesto was out there. Instantly, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, you know, anything that falls under the meta suite, Google, which would be yeah, YouTube and Google, and yeah, instantly taking it down. If you even mentioned it, your content got cut off. Multiple podcasts I listened to that came out before I sat down to record this that mentioned that manifesto either got pulled off of Facebook and YouTube or, you know, got demonetized, got all kinds of, oh, no, you can't talk about this. We don't want you to talk about that. It's not, not, not bad, bad. So we've got big tech working to suppress something that realistically should be public information, but it doesn't push the prescribed narrative. So they're doing their best to stop it from getting out there, from saying these ide- ideologies are creating radicalized individuals who feel justified in lashing out against people based on being Christians, being white, being straight, being little fucking kids who did nothing to deserve it wrong because in your mind somehow they're privileged because they're little, and she's talking about, I want to shoot little blonde hair, blue-eyed faggots. And I don't understand that. Why, why would you keep referring to them as faggots? They're children who are, and you were specifically targeting children who are too young to have developed any sort of sexual identity yet so what the fuck is your boggle there that you want to start calling them all a bunch of little rich white faggots i don't i don't get that at all it makes zero fucking sense to me other than it's brain damage or i mean it's taking harmful radicalized ideologies white people are bad people who are affluent are bad people who are blonde hair blue-eyed little children are bad because you know, all the problems of the world come from this. And again, this is deliberate racism aimed at white people from a white person. This was not just a like, hey, you know, random shooting because I went to that school and I had problems when I was there. No, this was like deliberate attacked, targeted. And this crazy bitch wrote out a timeline for the day. She referred to it as death day. She was planning on dying. She was making herself a martyr for whatever the fucked up cause she believed she was striking out for. And she had an itinerary. And yes, she admits she went to one location and left because they had armed security. And she said, I hope I managed to kill more of them. I hope I'm ready and they're not. I hope my fear or I hope the adrenaline overtakes my anxiety. This bitch was planning to die and was hoping she could take as many innocent fucking people out with her in the process. And they didn't want that narrative coming out because she identified with the wrong fucking community. If it was some straight white teenager that went out and did this shit, they would have been dragging everything that they wrote across every fucking media platform on the planet and doing it loudly and repetitively until they could grind it home because that's pushing the point they need to fucking push. Now, the the thing about the government fucking up in this situation where... It just ought to, ought to grind your gears a little bit is the mayor has come forth and said, we are not happy that this manifesto has been leaked. We are serious about investigating how this leak occurred. There have been seven officers suspended because of this leak. I don't know that what proof they have at this point, but the, uh, the Nashville, Tennessee man, man shooters, bleh. Shooter's Manifesto has led to seven different officers being put on administrative leave. Yeah, so that's suspended. 
And they're trying they're trying to coach it in like, oh well, we're doing this to protect the grieving families. We're doing this because we're worried that this might inspire copycat shooters. How about addressing the more significant issues of the mentality that created this fucking shooter? You don't have to really worry about the copycat shooters without analyzing what created the original in the first fucking place. And when you're more concerned about finding out who let the information out than you are with the fact that the information existed in the first place and literally millions of people wanted to know what it was, but you somehow decided, no, this doesn't need to be put out. This is this is we have to keep this quiet because it's that's the right thing to do. Like I said, if the shooter was anybody else, that shit would have been over every fucking publication they could get their hands on, which has happened demonstrably in the past. So we know that's not the fucking logic behind why they don't want it done. If that was the case, it would have been every fucking shooting that even remotely seemed odd. Every time a church got shot up, every time a school got shot up, every time something like that that happened where they found documented proof that the fucking shooter was a wackadoo. But as long as it's a white male, that's okay to release that information. But when it's a trans female, oh no. And when there's evidence that she was deliberately targeting white people, oh no, no, no. That would that would be bad to release that. That's un- insensitive to the fucking victim. It's utter horseshit. It's, it's hypocrisy. It's them doing what they do. And so springboarding off of that, there's something else I want to talk about that is, you know, exemplary of the whole the white people are bad narrative thing. This is another example of how it's just it's so just ingrained into the mainstream media and the narratives right now where it controls what you do and don't hear about things. Now, you may or may not have heard about this. Um, I, I it's mostly because of people I follow on social media that I know anything about it at all. But over the last few days, there was a uh, 17-year-old man, boy, boy. He's, I mean, he's a fucking kid. He's 17 years old. Had his whole life ahead of him. A kid named Jonathan Lewis. Now, this kid was literally beaten to fucking death. He was at a school in Las Vegas. And according to every report I've been able to find on the matter... He got into a fight because he was standing up for somebody who was smaller than him, a a smaller, younger kid who was getting picked on by a group of kids. And it started out with just a couple of people, and apparently he was holding his own against the initial two people where all of a sudden he got swarmed by a mob of 15 fucking people. Now, and because it's 2023 and the ubiquitous cell phone cameras are everywhere and we have this mentality of, Let's get our phones out and record every time we see something shitty happening. There is footage where you can see this kid getting his fucking brains kicked in. He's getting stomped by 15 motherfuckers because he tried to defend somebody else that was getting bullied. And that's extremely sad. But the the thing that really pisses me off about this whole situation, other than the fact that there really doesn't seem to be any accountability, they have the fucking footage of the kids who did this shit, but... You know, the investigation is ongoing. It's been fucking 12 days since this happened as of the time I'm recording this. And this kid is no closer to having any kind of semblance of justice for losing his life for trying to do the right thing and stand up for somebody who couldn't stand up for themselves. Now, no public outcries, no condemnation of the kid's death from the president, none of the usual bullshit out of any of the powers that be because... This was a white kid who got the shit stomped out of him by a bunch of non-white individuals. 
there may have been one or two white kids in the mix, but from what I could see, it really didn't look that way. And I, I'm not trying to bring up the race issue as if it's something I give a shit about. I feel terrible that this kid got his ass beat to death. I feel worse that I have to bring up the race issue. But the problem I have with it is the fact that if the the circumstances were reversed, there would be this massive outcry. There would be protests. There would be pickets. There would be marches. There would be people with selling T-shirts with this kid's face on them. There would be GoFundMe set up for the families. And you'd be hearing about it nonstop, 24-7. And it pisses me off that when it happens the other way, it's being manipulated and used to push a fucking narrative. When it happens this way, it's every bit as tragic. It's every bit as fucking sad. But there's fucking crickets because it doesn't push the narrative. There's no fucking agenda behind it. There's no money behind it. There's no, there's no fucking grift behind it. There's nobody coming out rending their hair and beating their chest and feeling terrible. Because it doesn't push the, it doesn't fit the fucking narrative that this kid should have been the bad guy, but instead he was doing something noble and got beaten to death for it by a bunch of kids whose parents should be fucking standing trial too because they raised little monsters with no fucking value for human life in them. And it has nothing to do with color or creed or any of this other bullshit. It has everything to do with your parents fucking failed you. You are shitty human beings. The end. If the roles were reversed, I would say the exact same fucking thing. But it is what it is. And anybody who brings up the fact that there's very little coverage, next to no coverage, I mean, you can find some articles out there, but you, like I had to actively go out and look for them. There's, you know, it's not being blasted on Google headlines or any of the fucking, you know, services out there. It's just, it's something if you weren't aware of it, you didn't know to go looking for it, you wouldn't have heard shit unless possibly if you lived in the Las Vegas area and it may be covered in local coverage and probably just like local student, you know, beat up in a fight dies or something. I mean, I can't imagine. It. But again, like I said, no national outrage, no commentary from the White House. No. And it just exposes the hypocrisy of the system and how utterly fucking ridiculous and contemptible these fucking people actually are. Mainstream media is a fucking joke. It's a politicized arm of the government at this point because they only push the prescribed narrative. They've been the Twitter files showed that they were working hand in hand with the government to provide censorship during the pandemic to push narratives, to discredit things that were legitimate concerns that they literally influenced a fucking election through their interference and their bullshit censorship. And it just keeps going. And that kind of, that's what I'm thinking with the whole overarching theme of this episode is, and realistically, this show, we are being manipulated. We are being lied to. We are being controlled. And it's through disingenuous presentation of information as facts, through manipulating people's feelings and emotions to try and trigger certain responses that are never conducive to our own best interest. They are never what will make us be better. It's They push division. They push conflict. They push just hatred and anger. And even these fucking issues like the silence on not making a big deal about this poor kid getting beaten to fucking death. It's also a calculated thing. It's not that they're just not going to report on it. They're going to let enough information about it get out that other people are going to 
take up this fucking rallying cry of, well, it's because he's white and this is because the white guys are the bad guys and that's, see, they're doing this shit on purpose. And it further drives the division. It's not as simple as a lot of us. I mean, in some ways, it's extremely simplistic. In some ways, it's a fucking you know monkey with some crayons writing on a fucking wall and somehow accidentally wrote out Shakespeare. I mean, you know, how, how's the saying go? A thousand monkeys with a thousand typewriters banging on it long enough will type up the works of Shakespeare. Yeah, it's something to that effect where, yeah, some of it is really simplistic, but some of it, you you can cause a reaction with your speech. You can cause a reaction with the information you put forth. You can also cause a reaction with the information you withhold. And when that it's found out that that is withheld, again, when your entire purpose is to drive division between different groups, getting caught showing favoritism to one group will do just as much to push that division as the actual favoritism itself. And people don't look beyond to see those kind of things. And it's it's really frustrating to me. And like I said, maybe I'm my, my brain just makes connections that aren't there. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm I'm completely off base. Maybe I'm going a little senile as I get older. I don't fucking know. But these are the thoughts I have and these are these are the way I look at things. And realistically I can't be the only one that sees things this way, and I, I, I would be terrified if I was, because that means I'm one step closer to wrapping my head in foil and living in the fucking woods, eating berries and twigs and shit, being completely nuts. But on the other hand, I kind of can understand that these days. Huh? And that brings me up to another thing that uh, is kind of, now that I got that main <laughs> main tangent out of the way, uh, something else that just kind of recently came up in the last couple of days, there, uh, there's some solar, a lot of interesting solar activity going on. And I don't know if you've noticed, I've been having absolute shit internet service recently. Um, but that's nothing new for us. I've been very dissatisfied with my provider for quite a while now, but beyond that, uh, there's a lot of potential. They're saying these solar storms and solar activities are going on. It's tr- messing with the earth's magnetosphere. It's creating more active fault lines, active earthquake zones, fucking volcano activity is coming up. There's a volcano that may be blowing up like half of Iceland. So, you know, I mean, shitty planning for anybody that built on that, you know, potentially, uh, I think it was a caldera at one point, but now it's like a full-blown volcano. So, yeah, it kind of sucks for that shit. But beyond that, um, yeah, there's some chatter that the Internet may be going away for a few months and we may be going back to like, pre-information age ways of doing shit and i think it's fucking hilarious because like landlines aren't even fucking landlines anymore there's no physical phone lines it's all voip shit and the whole planet may be knocked in communicado and we'll just be reminded of how fucking insignificant we actually are so like i said part of me just takes a perverse joy in that little possibility um you know the idea that (laughs) We, we, we won't even be able to make phone calls and fax reports. We're going to have to fucking do everything through snail mail. And it's just, it's going to be a fucking trip because we've gotten so used to every, every functioning business in the country around the planet really is so dependent on these technologies. Uh, you know, the next day service, the ability to order shit, the, the ability to do your, all your work on a computer remotely. It's all like, potentially going to get fucked. And I think that's hilarious. I think it's funny that we're going to be reminded of in the grand scheme of things, how fucking insignificant we are at this point when we're just kind of at the whims and mercy of the big ball of gas in the middle of the solar system. And I think that's funny. Now, I mean, there are other takes on things where 
depending on who you're believing and what sort of direction you lean in your followings, um, you know, we do, you know, zero point energy and inter- interdimensional fatigue and all this other shit could also be a factor or it could also be the answer because like the, the like the Tesla theory of free free energy in the air and I mean there's a lot of things out there that this could all be wonderful for us. They well Tesla's designs could actually start working to harness all that solar energy that's going to fuck up the existing system. But let's be honest, we're not going to see that happening anytime soon because if the designs did exist, they're either suppressed, lost to time or fucking in some rich asshole's vault somewhere. So the only the elite will still have access to them. And us peons will go back to fucking banging rocks together trying to make the sparks. And I think, again, like I said, maybe it's just my perverse sense of humor, but I think that's fucking hilarious. And uh, we're going to touch on one last thing. It's kind of a local footnote. There's been uh, um, the usual, just kind of an update for anybody who appreciates my bitching about the city of Chicago. And uh, the general fuckery that's directly due to the piss poor deep blue management that's in place. And I've got two little things I just want to touch on. Uh, one, because it proves that Chicago sucks and their policies are fucking stupid. And the other one, because it makes me laugh uh, for multiple reasons. Now, the first thing is there is a, um, a, a organization out there and I've touched on it before. I've used it as a resource a lot that does uh, reporting on Chicago crime statistics and criminal cases that are brought before the Chicago judi- judiciary, uh, they monitor the police scanners. They get stuff that's not being put out in the, in the weekly police or daily police press bulletins. And it's, it's, it's an interesting resource. They also have a thing where they've been keeping track of like the most arrested man since Illinois eliminated cash bail in the city of Chicago. So there's a guy that has been arrested on five separate violent criminal activities that is still out walking the streets. Um, he's on electronic monitoring, which never fucking works. Uh, people who are on it, they will get it cut off. They will get it. They will just ignore it. They will do whatever. There are people out there that are on electronic monitoring that are committing crimes that are getting caught because they're using the electronic monitors to track them. And they're that's how the police are collating that they're the ones doing the crimes. And they take them, they put them in front of the judge, they get sent back out to await their trial because zero cash bond. It's really hard, particularly with these, you know, like Soros bought judges and fucking DAs and prosecuting uh, attorneys that don't want to prosecute criminals. They don't want to hold them. They can, oh no, let them go. Okay. We're not going to bring forth. We're not going to ask you to hold them because basically that's kind of how it has to work. The D, the DA's office, the prosecutor's office has to say, we want this person held without, you know, we want them remanded and held. Uh, and it's not fucking happening. And we've had a couple interesting ones. There was a guy who got busted last week who got busted with, uh, I want to say it was $3 million worth of cocaine. Um, yeah, just got off the train, came into town, did a little shopping. The guy was a fucking mule. I mean, long and the short of it, the guy was a fucking mule. He had like $3.6 million of fucking cocaine and he got pinched. And then he was promptly released after, you know, being handed a statement and being put on electronic monitoring and told the date of his court arraignment and then let go. Now I'm not a betting man, but He's not going to show up for the court case. In this particular case, I don't think it'll be because he skipped out. I think it's going to be because he lost $3.6 million worth of cocaine. 
they're going to fucking kill him. That's the long and the short of it. Whoever owned that Coke before he handed it over to the cops ain't going to be happy with him, and he's not going to make it to trial. And it's not going to be because he skipped town. It's going to be because he's in a fucking hot dog plant somewhere. And then, you know, a a week, week, give or take, later, we get somebody that got busted with, like, 68 pounds of fucking meth. And, again, released on his recognizance with an ankle monitor with 68 pounds of fucking meth. And, uh, you know, that's methed up, dog. So, yeah, um, Chicago is basically eating itself at this point thanks to its soft-on-crime, woke bullshit policies. Now, on the other hand, just I touched on it briefly last week, and it's still the average citizens are really starting to push back, which I think is great. And uh, actually makes me think of something. There was a guy in New York that pulled out a legal concealed carry owner, apparently, uh, pulled out a gun, fired off a warning shot, which I don't agree with, to stop a guy that was mugging a woman on the subway and was promptly arrested for it. So that's how the mentality works in these blue cities. If you defend yourself or someone else, you're the bad guy. Let the criminals have their way and just don't don't resist and maybe they won't fucking kill you. If you defend yourself or someone else, you're a bad person. Um, yeah, so, but that's, I, I got sidetracked there. And the poor guy's up on charges. And the dumb fucking broad who he saved from being mugged says, well, I kind of wish he wouldn't have used a gun to do it. You stupid bitch. No, he should go in there and throw some BJJ down and fucking maybe get stabbed trying to save your ass. That would make much more sense. Stupid fucking people. But anyway, so that's not the other thing, though. The other thing I wanted to talk about is another thing that's going on in Chicago. Uh, There was an interview that was uh, presented here like Sunday. That, um, yes, it's Sunday, um, that there was a group of Venezuelan migrants that are here in Chicago illegally um, that are leaving to go back to Venezuela, and it's not even fucking cold yet. I I mean, I kind of called this one that, like, there's a lot of people here. They're from equatorial countries. They are not used to dealing with what's on the fucking docket for them. And these people are leaving. And they're, they, when they were talking with the interviewee, and they said, well, it appears the American dream just isn't a real thing. And that the problem is, like, a lot of people say, oh, well, see, we didn't fucking welcome enough. No, the American dream is a real thing. What the American dream is not is something that you just get fucking handed. The American dream is you come here, you have the opportunity to work towards your goals and to earn what you want and to keep what you fucking earn, which the politicians have forgotten. That's part of the American dream is when we earn something, it's ours, not theirs. But the point is these fucking migrants that came here illegally were given a whole bunch of promises about what they were walking into, got bust up to Chicago for fucking free got sheltered, fed, given cell phones, uh, given stipends to spend everything for free. And they were still not happy with what they got because apparently they were promised fucking more, which makes you wonder who's making these fucking promises to these people. Why are they getting shipped up here uh, other than to destabilize and sap the resources of the fucking country? Which, again, I really, at this point, I can't believe it's fucking accidental anymore. The question becomes more why. And there's nothing I can say that doesn't sound super tinfoil hatty or massively conspiratorial. So um, I'm not going to speculate on that this episode. I'm going to put a pin in it and say 
once again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, hopefully this ranting and babbling out of me is still entertaining, at least in some way. Maybe you learned something. Maybe it's a little enlightening. Maybe I just need to be told to shut the fuck up and mind my business. But I leave that to you guys. So thanks for listening, and that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show. Click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord, come and interact, be a part of the show, buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.